Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Sketches. Good evening. Can you not just keep a straight face for a second? Right, we are um, live on Facebook and YouTube. It's 7 o'clock on Friday night. Uh, Friday the 13th, actually. I've just realised that. Um, So look, tonight we're going to be talking all things National Running Show, um, satellite groups, and also touching on how much sleep uh, do we need as runners. Um, Firstly, I want to say a huge thank you to our uh, sponsors at Sketchers. yeah, thank you as always for looking after us. And also, uh, there is still a ten percent off code at Start Fitness with the, uh, with the code Forty Runs. Can, if anyone's watching live, look at you lot. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being very sensible, but I might have pressed the wrong button at the beginning. Oh my god! That's the funniest thing I've <laughs> seen in a long time. It's all right. So, I mean, you better explain to the viewers. I can't talk. I need my asthma pump. Talk to them. It's disturbing. Oh. These lot are just, we're, we're the second week of Jan and we're already falling apart, right? So I think we've oh. just peaked too soon, really, anyway. I think that was brilliant. So we're gonna back tell them, tell them, tell them. Before, just before we came on, as it goes silent for everyone that doesn't know, so on our end, it goes kind of silent for a few seconds and then we get three, two, one, and it, it goes into the intro. So as it goes three, two, one, these pictures of Hayden just appear. Which I believe is his first picture from Facebook about fifteen years ago. Um, <laughs> so that's what they're laughing at. We've just been. I've, just... I've, I've had that plan. I messaged. I messaged Tobe earlier. I saw it come up, and I, I messaged. I straight on Canva. I messaged Tobe. I said, Tobe, is is he on tonight? <laughs> and then I said, stick it up. So do you remember? This is the largest independent running podcast in the world now, right? 
So that picture, Hayden, has gone global now. That could go viral, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, was, it actually, was it actually shown live? I thought it was just between us. No, bruv. That what? went out. We held, I told Tobe to hold that for 10 seconds at the front of the video. So if you're listening to this at the podcast, you've got to get on the YouTube channel. Even if you watch the first 20 seconds and you'll see the picture of Hayden. It's brilliant. We'll put it up at the end. So stick around. <laughs> It'll come back again, guys, right? You'll, you'll see it in various places and various locations. Um, just quickly, though, before we get into things, if you are on Facebook, uh, there is a link. If you can click on that. It gives us um, permission to see your name as you are commenting, which really helps when we show stuff and talk to you. Um, also, you will notice that Wilco is missing this evening. So he has started his uh, his birthday celebrations, which are next week. So happy birthday to uh, to Wilco. And if anyone's in Hartford on Tuesday night, he's promised to buy everyone fish and chips after our satellite group. Yeah, that's so, a great idea. Like, Everybody come to Hartford. Come down. Everybody. All like 11,000 just in the one Facebook group all come to Hartford because Wilco said he's buying everybody fish and chips. Yeah. He said, so in fact, on. he said you can have whatever you want from the yeah. chipping. So yeah. you can go large, you can have double meals. Hayden, your Surrey lot love a fish and chip run. You might as well get them all down. Yep. Um, Great call. Yeah. Great call. Basically, everyone, Hartham, Tuesday night, Wilco's, uh, Wilco's buying everyone. everyone. Buying a dinner. Um, yeah. 100%. A couple of other shout outs as well. Happy birthday to Gemma Pedler, who uh, co-hosts the women's show. So it's her birthday today and she will be celebrating in Yarmouth this weekend. So happy birthday, Gem. Um, and also, we've had loads and loads of emails and messages this week, which is really lovely. Um, and we love reading them. But a couple that I just wanted to give um, a shout out to. So Chris Hedges got in touch via um, Instagram, I think, um, and he's been listening to us whilst he's out walking his dog. So, hi, Chris. Um, and then we had a really lovely email from Jason and Brenda Hill, um, who are actually in Ireland, and they've just started listening to us, and they sent us a really, really lovely note. Um, and they were asking if we're, we're heading out to Ireland anytime soon or if we've done any Irish races. So probably when we talk about Parkrun a bit in a second, uh, they'll realise that the guys have been over to Dublin, um, but we will be back again soon. And they are coming to the National Running Show actually next weekend. So, do come over and uh, say hi. We will be around all weekend. Um, and then the last one quickly is that we had an email from uh, Owen Thatcher who was asking around headphones. So I just want to cover that off really quickly at the beginning before we get into everything else. Um, he's had some issues with his Dr. Dre kind of wireless headphones and he said they've been ruined by sweating in them when he's running. And he said, have we got a recommendation for the best headphones when running? I think it's a pretty easy one. But Yeah, give it to him. I'll, I'll know what you're going to say. Go on, Chris. Well, it's after, well, they're not called aftershocks anymore, but shocks. Yeah. I think they're standalone. Reason we recommend them because England Athletics recommend them as well because they're bone conduction. So your ears is nothing within your ear, so you can still, I wouldn't say you can hear like properly, but you can hear what's going on around you. They're just that little bit safer um, when you're running along. So w- we recommend, like in uh, England Athletics, the. Um, the bone conduction ones from Shocks. There's loads of other ones out there because they keep trying to send them to me. Every time I get an email saying, can you review these headphones? I go back and put the price up. So like at the moment, I think it's about 150 grand for me to review another pair of earphones because <laughs> I absolutely got no interest. So um, someday some idiot's going to pay that. It's going to be brilliant. And then we're all off to Hayden's place, uh, which is going to be great. <laughs> Hayden, did you see I tagged you on Instagram today? Did you see the comment I made? Um, no, do you know what? I'm still a little bit dazed, a bit confused. I still don't even know what happened at the start of this show. 
I'm not concentrating properly. Oh, no. I'm not. Wait till you go on Instagram. <laughs> oh, cheers. Can't oh, wait for that you, one. Stitch you up on there as well, bruv. It's good for you. It's because I'm seeing you tomorrow. I thought I'd stitch you right up. It's because you weren't here last week. They were stitching you up then as well. Yeah, we did stitch him up last week yeah. as well. That's good. Yeah. I listened in. I heard. Yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> Got to take it on the chin. Why Can not? I just I you thought at, the start, at the start of that show, I thought, because I'm on the laptop, I thought maybe I'm logged into my Facebook or something, yes. but I've done something wrong. <laughs> so the show started and these pictures come up and I was like, Shit, what have I done wrong? What's going on here? Then I realised when I saw you clown laughing away there. I <laughs> I've got a serious question for Hayden and Al. Oh, no, you are having a laugh. No, it's, just, it's like genuinely now. a serious question. Front end, I'm, <laughs> I'm not taking the mickey now. So, listen, Al and Hayden, because you're a lot older than me, what are the good for age categories at the moment? Because I was talking to a client of mine today and we was chatting about it. What are genuinely the good for age? Al, do you know them? Well, believe it or not, they vary depending on your age. Yeah, so what? What? So let's say over fifty, like like haters over seventy. So over fifties, what? What is it, Al? Um, I think my BQ is about four hours twenty. Um, I think London's even a little bit tighter than that. What? So three hours what? twenty. Hayden's not in yet. Four hours twenty. I'd be in. Three hours I was twenty. Say, you'd be in. Three hours twenty. <laughs> yeah, something like that for fifty-five plus. Okay. Do, it actually, depend, actually depends on the races as well. And funnily enough, the weird thing is Boston is actually a slower qualifying time than London yeah. and New York. So Chicago and uh, Boston are the two slower ones. For my age category, I'm 45 to 50, even though you wouldn't Don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's, free, it's 320 for Boston, 320 for Chicago. Then it goes down to 310 for London, 310 New York and 310 Tokyo. Okay. No, that's it's just funny. I, I was talking to I say talking to a client today and we were just chatting about stuff. You'll know who he is when we were talking about this. Um and I said I'd ask um the um two OAPs on the uh, podcast tonight <laughs> who uh, <laughs> 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 what, what, what it was. Sorry, I couldn't have it. Oh, yeah, it is what it is. I've just come so, back from the States and fifty five plus is seen as a marker. You get discounts in restaurants and everywhere at fifty five really? plus. So, I, I ate twenty percent cheaper than everyone else, so don't knock it. Did I give you a straw with your food? With your food? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. Twenty percent. Current exchange rate. Take it. Yeah. All day long. Sorry, I've been going. I'll take it as right off course. <laughs> it's fine. Um, what we, oh, you've made me lose my. <laughs> Can I just say? I'm more excited that we can get away with saying whatever we want to say because Wilco's not here. I so. Know. Oh, this is a good worried about us all, if I'm honest. He won't, yeah, I could say anything, and he won't tell me off because he's worried about the lawyers. No, so there's... I could go to... I, I, no, actually, I bet Well, not. there is one we might go a bit two-footed in. Let's see oh. if we get to that. Oh, yeah, okay. Let's see if we get yeah. time for that one. Anyway, right, let's talk about this weekend before we uh, before we move on. Mm. Hayden, what's going on tomorrow? We have the 40 Runs running community. It's actually, fair enough, is our come up with the idea of within his satellite club... We've been doing these extreme park runs. So already we've been out to Dublin for the day, going back to the email we talked about. It was um River Valley park run, where we flew out there, done the park run, and flew back in the same day. We had a Wales one with the whole community back in August, where we went over to the Seven Bridge, run the Seven Bridge park run, and spent the day down in Barry Island. 
So we're just thinking of different ideas. And this time we come up with the idea of trying to do the hardest park run. So for people that don't know, the park runs are almost like they're on a scale. It's not like a really well-known thing, but they, they grade all of them from like the easiest to the hardest. And I think Al will correct me. I think the easiest being the flattest is, is it Victoria? Victoria, Victoria Dock, yeah. Victoria Dock, because it's yeah, pretty flat and you get a good time there. Whereas the slowest park run in the UK, so i.e. the hardest, is Great Yarmouth. And the reason for that is it's all run on the beach, on the sand. So we've all decided that's a challenge that we want to take up. And we all wanted the really bad weather that's coming tomorrow. Can't wait for that. We're all looking forward to that. Just to put the foot in and boot in, make it even harder. So about 80 or 90 of us tomorrow are heading our way up to Great Yarmouth to take on the hardest park run in the hardest month. And let's just hope for the best. All right. Well, look, well, uh, there are people already commenting saying they're on their way. So Lauren Ward's on her way and there was uh, some others as well. So safe travels for you guys that are heading up today and for people that are heading up tomorrow morning as well. Um, so that's this weekend. Next weekend, we are live on stage and we've got our stand at a national running show, um, which is really exciting because it is our, it's 40 Run's fifth birthday. So Celebrating. We are celebrating yeah. big time. So if you come to the stand, we're there both days, right? So don't just think because the show's, we're live on the stage at in front of 37,000 people. Just put that in there, boys and girls, so you get a little bit more worried about it. Um, but we're there actually both days. So how it works, we, we, with the show opens, I think, at like, I might be wrong because I don't read anything, but like nine or something like that. Oh, and then... You all pile in. It's going to be really busy. They've they've genuinely they've sold over thirty seven thousand tickets. So you could probably say seven thousand of those people won't bother. So it's going to be you know jam packed. I remember one year at the show, people couldn't get down the aisles because it was that busy. It's murder. So hopefully they've realised from their previous mistakes and they've made it a little bit bigger and stuff like that, so everybody can get round. Um, but yeah, we are we're on a stand. Does anyone know what our stand number is or anything? Because I ain't got. A I think it's N twenty one. Right. The stand's there. Just come and hang out. The only reason the stand is there is for everybody to come and hang out and eat cake. That's all it's there for. We ain't selling anything because we, we don't sell nothing. So just come along. Say hi. Um, Wilco's going to be there signing autographs, taking selfies. That's what he wants to do, he said, for the whole weekend. So make sure you come along and get a selfie with Wilco. He's, he's going to put them in his scrapbook. Um, and then we are then live on, on stage at 3.45. Um, on Saturday, I don't know what stage it is. It's our friends from the running channel who absolutely love us. Uh, we're going to go over. <laughs> Why are you smiling? Um, they're all. <laughs> I've never heard of anyone that loves us. So, <laughs> so we're doing that three forty-five. There is a break before us. So if we can get on early, we will because we've got loads to talk about. Because we're going to be allegedly unboxing the marathon training block. But I tell you now, viewers, <laughs> little secret between us and listeners who maybe listen to this in the week. I'm guessing we'll probably go right off topic from the front and start chatting about anything. We can talk about Hayden's first profile picture on Facebook. We can talk about Wilco's bum bag. We can talk about marathons for Toby at the front of the year. We can talk about Alan smashing the life out of Disney. Whatever you want to talk about, we will talk about. We don't really care. We've sort of given them this subject because then that gets us on the stage. And then we're just going to talk about anything. That's it. So... Come along today, ask questions. The importance of that show really is about you being there asking questions. There's going to be qualified coaches there, people, giving advice for free. So get your questions written down before you come because we will try and help you. That's genuine. Then after that, we're going to go and do a little run, 5.15. We're sacking off 
there's like this ambassador VIP <clears throat> stand drinks thing, all the all that networking took. We ain't interested in that. We're coming out with the people. We're going to be running with the people. So 5.15, double busy, down the, where is it, Hayden? I don't know, it's somewhere down in the NEC. We'll post it up. We're going out for 5K, gentle jog, bring your lights. And then Sunday arrives, and basically we're all going to be hanging out. We're just going to be in the stand. We're going to be playing extremely loud music. And I mean extremely loud music because we want to get on everybody's nerves. One year they told us to turn it off. So we're going to be doing that. <laughs> And just come along and hang out, basically. Because I appreciate on Sunday a lot of people want to get home and stuff. So just come along, hang out. If we could have sofas and beanbags, we would. Uh, but basically, we've got the smallest stand there because it costs about three million quid to have a stand there. So, um, yeah, otherwise we'd have beanbags and stuff. So that's it, basically. I'm super excited. Um, has any Have you guys, any of you guys actually been to the show before? No. No? Oh, hey, yeah. and Al. Yeah. Right, you two on the spot. What tips would you give anybody coming to the show, apart from to come see us, Natch? Or we'll get an autograph of Wilco. Leave your credit card at home. There's obviously a lot of exhibitors there, <laughs> and you can get sucked into spending a lot of money. Um, in previous years, the discounts and the deals are not as great as you'd kind of hope. You would have thought with that kind of audience, they could afford to kind of really knock out some good deals. But... Um, if you're a savvy internet shopper, you could probably, you know, push them a little bit harder and it will be busy. You will have to push and shove your way around at some point, I expect. Um, last year, I think only just came back just after COVID and I think the numbers were down and people were a little bit reticent about getting out and about, but I don't think that'll be the case this year. Do you get loads of freebies? Nah. Because that's what people uh, want to do. So there is a tactic to freebies. You just hook onto the back of Mel. Mel yes, House. that's exactly what I was going to say. The rest of us don't have a look in because she mops it all up. So, uh, She's got like this dustbin line and she goes, yep, I have that. That's not Whatever that's she not drops on that floor is kind of back. what's left for the rest of us. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Just go. don't go behind Mel, go in front of Mel because otherwise you've got nothing. That's right. So Mel will have cleared up by about 11 o'clock and that's 100%. it. 100%. She's going she's gonna to destroy the place. I would also say to people that are going who are going to stay the night there, um, have a look around now and try and book yourself something to eat, a restaurant or something, because when you get up there, you've got no chance. Everywhere is fully booked. Even now, it's really tough to get somewhere. So you'll end up just eating crisps in your room. So you're best off just something getting something organised now. I know someone who eats crisps in his room before he does a marathon. And he's, he's 50 <laughs> yeah, next week. I was going to say, he ain't turning 50 next week, is he? Yeah, and and he's invited everybody, all 11,000 people on the 40 Runs Running Community, to Hartford on Tuesday for fish and chips. What a, what a nice guy. What a bloke. What a bloke. Top man. So, yeah, so they're the top tips. I think the only thing I would say to add to that is um, pick the one stands you want to go to um, beforehand. They've got, they've got a list, so pick it. Because you can get, like as I said, the aisles get real busy and you can't kind of get caught up where you are and stuff. So, and maybe bring your own food because it's just absolutely like anything, the wrong price in there. It's like probably about 10 grand for a can of Coke. So just, um, just yeah, just, I think the, the ones that have the best deals in the past have tended to be like the hydration people and the nutrition people. They tend to have better deals on their products. So like, for example, uh, Active Fruit or Kendall or people like that they tend to have the best deals like bundles and stuff that they're doing on the day. 
So they're the places I would probably head to um, if maybe a marathon train or something like that. That's probably a, yeah. another tip on that. Right, and if admin. you do spot really good deals, can they just post them in the 40 groups? We all know about them and we can all... Uh, we yeah, can... but this is really... I'm going really to get really annoyed now, right? Because the um, all the brands... So the, the brands are usually um, like retailers. They're not the brands' brands. Right. So they'll they'll collab with whether it's in the sport or something like that. So if you want to go and like the latest shoes, this is not really. It's, they've just got all that. They tend to have the old lines. There, it's not like they they don't feature too many new products. They don't. You don't tend to see a new and exciting stuff coming out or any launches being done there. It's really pony. They just you know it's like Kyano twenty nines or Bondi eights and that's or on cloud, which is like really dull, and and that's about it. So. I, I wouldn't necessarily say with your shoes, I think you're better off getting them online, to be honest with you. And because a lot of the stuff I've been to, when I've seen it there, it's, it's not very, it's not very good. And it's, and it's usually the same price as well. So again, go online. Yeah, try them on, but just go online, people. There's more value to be had because it's it literally, it's just the retailers and they don't tend to um, bring too many of the new models, if any of the new models along. Um, so just watch for that as well. So that's another, another tip you think if you're getting shoes there. Cool. Well, um, well, we'll see everyone there. And also, just to note, we have pre-recorded Friday night show. So um, there will be a show going out on Friday night. Which one's that? Uh, that's the one that we did last, last week. Is that the one? Is it Was Hayden on that one? No. no. Oh, that's brilliant, that show. <laughs> <laughs> we need to move on before it sets us all off again. And when oh, okay. it, they'll know why. But um, Right. We are at the start of a new year. We obviously see loads of people. If you've been to Parkrun over the last couple of weeks, I mean, the <laughs> people and the hundreds of people that have now kind of picked up running or walking is phenomenal. Um, but we've also seen it with our satellite groups growing over the last kind of few weeks and even pre-Christmas. But I think it's amazing to see so many people out and about over the last few weeks, like the photos that come in, the new people, um, people joining the Facebook community because of it as well is is pretty phenomenal. Um, and how many groups have we got now kind of around? I think off the top of my head, we're up to about, about 14, 14, 15. That's, I'm pro- someone's going to tell me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about that. Time. Yeah. I, and, I ain't too fine but the virtual one as well launched this week, oh, didn't it? Mental, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we had the idea. Obviously, the idea of the satellite. No, hang is, on, hang on, hang on. Whose idea was it? <laughs> this was Chris's idea. So <laughs> he started sending me all these emails. I'm not joking. Like this is the honest truth. Now this is no mucking about. In the last week, I have received close to probably two to two and a half thousand emails from Chris Ford. Exactly the same stuff. Honestly, I am changing my email address. That is absolute guarantee. By the end of this weekend, I've had enough of them. I just dream of emails. Every time I open up my inbox, it's Chris Ford, Chris Ford, Chris Ford. And it's all to do with this virtual thing. Honestly, this thing has just taken off so much. The idea being that these satellite groups, we'd like to cover the whole entire country, but obviously it's difficult to get the logistics in place. So we figured the people that are in these remoter locations where there is no satellite club, thought we'd do a virtual one. So we all go out at the same time and... Initially, it was to do a, do the same run, but then Chris came up with the idea of giving people an option of a few different runs. So each week in this virtual club, Chris has set out four different runs, depending on what you're trying to achieve in your plan, where you are and you're running. And so on a Wednesday night at seven o'clock, we all go out, do the run, come back, and then post a picture onto a group of us doing the run. 
I said, originally, we was thinking there's going to be 20, 30 of us, but this group has just got massive. There's literally 150-odd people in this group just talking nonstop. And these are people never, ever met before. These are people all over the world. We've got people in the group from Australia, Dubai, the Philippines, um, someone in there from Texas. There's someone in there from, I think it was uh, Fiji, New Zealand. These are all over the world. These people just come together. They're all just chatting. Honestly, it's just... It's like they've known each other for ages. It's absolutely brilliant. It's just brought another dimension to this satellite group so we can get to that point where all of us, well, we don't ever feel like we're running alone. We've got company. It's, it's great. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's, 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 it really is. And uh, I've got to give him a bit of love because, bless him, I did, I did blow up his inbox. <laughs> um, but I did keep reminding him that it was his idea. But no, the idea was, was as I said, is even if you're part of another satellite group or even a part of another club, because at 40 runs, we're not like these other clubs where you've got to be, you know, member of the committee to go for the London Marathon place, all this stuff. We, we couldn't give a monkeys about all those old people in these traditional clubs. We, you can be part of this virtual club. Yeah, you, you can you can be a solo runner. You can be um, active on a Wednesday at seven o'clock, knowing that other runners are going to be out taking inspiration from that and and so, and knowing that people are doing it with you and getting back and posting your picture and eventually we want to get the zoom link sorted so everybody then can have a chat afterwards it's very hard to get 150 people on a zoom call we found out this week but we we want to try and pe- bring people together and connect people up you know and that's got to be the idea of it and like as i said it's, it's amazing because people on youtube can get involved who follow us on youtube people who follow us because of the podcast can get involved People, you know, who just see another, you know, 40 run like Hammond to Owl, you know, another part run can then maybe get involved because they're from another part of the country that n- doesn't necessarily have a, a, a satellite group yet. They can still get involved. And again, we, we tried to spruce it up by giving some options. So then you can do four different runs and then you can try and challenge yourself to improve on those runs because that's the idea of having the options there. It's not just, oh, we're going to go out and do, you know, 5K. But it's more the fact of, you know, there's there's something there to give you that element of trying to improve yourself. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's just, again, like Hayden said, brilliant. It's just trying to bring the community together, but bring other people into the community who may feel like, I can't be part of this club because I don't live in Hartford or I can't be part of this club because of this. Every person should be a basic member of 40 Rounds because it's free, right? And and then you, you should feel like you belong anyway, but you can even feel like even more like, you know what I mean? Involved. And then if you want to take the affiliated running, which I think, you know, if you've not got a club and you can afford it because it's 18 pounds, which I appreciate it's a lot of money in the current situations. But I think get that because you're getting gives the options of getting the discounts and the other benefits that, that that works out for England athletics. But I appreciate that it's not for everyone. And like everything with 40 runs, we want to make it as inclusive as possible. So by giving this option, along with everything else that we've done from a virtual club to now bringing satellite groups locally so communities within communities it's so powerful and it's just amazing i gotta give a shout out to all the satellite leaders who are out there bringing people together changing people's lives you might think that's a strong statement but it's not you know some people might be lonely at home on their own but they're able to go out one day a week and meet some people and run with them that's so powerful it really really is so big love to the satellite group leaders because it's hard work ging people up to get them along to run this week. Sometimes you've got to chase them up because maybe you're worried about them not coming along and that kind of thing. You don't know what's going on in their lives. And they do an incredible job. Incredible. So big love to you guys um, for, you know, for what you do. Right. Questions. Oh, hold on one second on that though. Just oh. before I've got a question, which people oh. might be wondering is. Have you put it in the chat? 
<laughs> more a nightmare today. Um, if people can't run at seven o'clock on a on a Wednesday, because that is part of the challenge as well, right? Lives are busy. People have got families, work shifts, prefer to run in the morning, etc. Can they still get involved and do the run at a different time, or do you have to be be ready and available at seven o'clock? You want me to say it, Hayden? Or you can do you it. Go, go for it, mate. Go for it. The idea of, of that satellite group, the virtual one we're talking about, yeah. is to get yeah. people out at seven o'clock. Because yeah. it's like it's like you turning up to, you know, your local satellite group and running at the same time as everybody else. In an ideal world, we would want every single person to go out at seven o'clock on a Wednesday, right? Yeah. If you're in a different part of the world, you go out at seven o'clock. Where you are, okay? So 7 o'clock, it's like a bell ringing. Bing, 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 off you go. Start as orders, okay? But I do appreciate that life is life, and it does get in the way. And occasionally, you might not be able to make that. It's not the end of the world. Get out there and run. As long as you're running, as long as you're healthy, as long as you're happy, that's okay. But ideally, we want you all running at the same time to be part of that movement, that wave, yeah? And that's the ideal scenario. Answer the question? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was saying, so when on the chat group, the chat group's quite active and people are talking and you're getting to almost know each other by, even if you've never seen the person, but you recognise the same names. And my idea in my head was that while if I go out and I'm running by myself at seven o'clock and I'm thinking to myself, that lady in the group, um, admin, I wonder where she's running tonight. I wonder what she's doing. You're almost like thinking, I wonder, oh, there's Mark there. Oh, there was an Alan there. I wonder if he's going a bit faster. I wonder what session he's doing. How idea is it? Obviously, you feel like you are together. But as yeah. Chris said, same as anything with 40 runs, we don't have no hard rules. We're not strict. We're not. If you want to be part of the virtual group and you can't do that run every week at seven o'clock and every now and again, you want to do one a bit earlier, but you want to post your picture at eight o'clock. So what? So be it. Get involved. Be part of it. It's just about bringing runners together. Yeah, exactly. It. Exactly. It. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Oh, uh, can you... oh go on. No, I just want to check on time because he's not actually said one word. <laughs> He's got, his, he's got his sketches out on, which looks rather large on his... He's got a big head anyway, right? But his hat does look... Oh, hey, and Alan, do you think Tobe's hat looks oversized? Yeah. doesn't yeah. help on the podcast, does it? What do you think, Al? It could do with probably coming down a size, I reckon. Yeah, could do a come. He looks like... You know, like, when you if you've got, like, kids and you give them one of your adult baseball caps or something to wear, <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like admin's given Tobe a baseball cap and said, wear that to keep the sun off your head. <laughs> that's what he looks like Tobe how's your marathon training going well it went alright last week not so this week How, what's your mileage this week out of interest about five okay that's going well and which uh, which marathon again was you training for Manchester and when's that April so not in March no okay no Hayden's oh, sorry, out ca- in March oh, okay. mate, you're getting us confused sorry carry on admin <laughs> um, Toby what are you eating by the way what now? Yeah. What snacks have you got? Sure. No, Don't no. tell lies. It's January, and isn't it? And Hayden, like you've been your own house. Am I, am I, am I, I'm at my house tonight, yeah. Yeah, right. I'm at my house tonight. I've got to have an just... early night because tomorrow, oh, yeah, I've got to true. say about that, with this great Yarmouth trip tomorrow, some of us are getting picked up by coaches in different areas, and my pickup is the first one, so we need to be at the coach pickup at 4 a.m. So, what seat are you going to take? You uh, see, 1A? It's got to be one A. One A's got the microphone. So oh, me and you know what picture I should have shown this week, Hayden. You know that's coming out. <laughs> I've got the best picture of Hayden. If you've not seen it on Instagram, it's the best picture of Hayden ever. Him asleep on the bus. That's coming out again, hundred <laughs> percent. 
Well, I was going to say, um, admin, because yeah. it's really important. We were talking about this. Yeah. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's a really serious question. I just had a Domino's pizza. I was going to give it only about three out of ten. The reason I mention it is because if they want to sponsor the pod, how do they do that? Get in touch. Oh, yeah, good question. Uh, good point. They need to email us at 40runs.com forward slash long run. Yeah, if you if you want to sponsor it, Domino's, although you need to improve the quality of your pizzas, okay, because I'd give you probably a three out of ten for tonight's, but happily to take £150,000. You Let's win. Get, go, go. Yeah, um, I'd like to. <laughs> Thank you, sponsor, as well. Go on, carry, Amy, come on. We've got about a million questions. We've not spoke about sleep yet. I'm going over to Alan. Oh. You've got to read out Jeffrey's comment. Sorry, Al. You've got to read out Jeffrey's comment, please. Jeffrey. Jeffrey uh, with one F. Well, Toby won't put it up. Oh, there he is. He's done it. <laughs> it gets close. Uh, is anyone going to read it? Or I'll tell you what, I'll read it. Toby. Yeah. I know you and Chris are mates, not just mates, best mates, tripod mates. That's for another day. But have you ever thought of punching Chris in the face? Yes, he has on a regular occurrence, usually on a Saturday about eight. No, not eight o'clock. It's usually about 11 o'clock after he's listened to me for three hours. Can you imagine? Take too much effort, though. And to be honest, even if I did, I'm not sure it would shut you up. No, it wouldn't. He ran the other day with his headphones on. Didn't work. Right. um, What else have we got? We have oh, a question. No. Paul, Paul Titenser joined us just after seven, expecting to talk about running. So he did actually ask a question. So should we uh, oh, put him out of his misery? Sorry. He is um, training for his marathon. He's got some dedicated hill sessions in his plan by the looks of it. But I'm not quite sure where he lives, but it looks like hills are involved every time he gets steps outside his front door. So he's asking, is that enough? particularly if he's targeting a five-hour completion. Sorry, here's a, a question regarding hill train. My plan includes some dedicated hill sessions. However, most of my runs involve. Yeah, I think with hill sessions, is a difference between hill sessions and you just running on hills, like part of your normal runs. What you want to hopefully within your plan, those that you have a targeted session, whether it be, I don't know, so I've seen people do intervals up, up hills i've seen people do progressive runs up hills it, it all depends what session's being designed for you to do it but they're targeted nice gentle warm-up get yourself sorted out you know good 10 minute warm-up and then get into it push really hard and then obviously do your cool down recovery stretch blah 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 so yes there is a difference between just doing a run and that involves hills and a hill session 
I hope is that what he's trying to get at, guys? I think yeah. so, yeah. And I'd yeah. agree. It's it's got it's gotta be a hill session with a purpose, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, your session's got not just. It's great that you've got elevation where you're running because that will improve you. Because when you go to, doesn't say which marathon he's doing, um, but let's say he was then you know rocking it up at London, which is reasonably flat, I would say. Apart from it's a, well, it's pretty flat actually. But um, got that few ups and downs at the start, but basically it's flat. You know, you're going to go to somewhere where it is flat ground. You're gonna you're going to feel the the benefit of of, of training. You know, day to day on sort of uh, elevated course uh, uh, um, training runs. Um, right next that's it that was the question oh no this I've seen a queue hang on right so Al come on get with it I know you've got jet lag admin does your J job involve much admin yes it does because <laughs> I usually whatsapp her at 5 o'clock in the morning with a list of stuff to do so yes 100% admin's job is admin uh, there was something for Alan we need to get Alan talking because it's the first time someone's seen your connections are stable there you go, Al. Well, so, it wasn't on before Christmas because I think I hit no. the height just before Christmas with a stable Smashed connection. It. Smashed yeah. it. I love this comment. Forget park run tourism. I'm thinking satellite tourism. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good. Hoping we could start set recruit to do it on a Tuesday. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared to give any more ideas. Yeah, because then we could get emails in for that as well. Brilliant. More Brilliant. emails. Just keep sending emails in address to Hayden. I forward them on. No worries about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. Okay. First time listening. Uh, first time watching us live. He's listened to quite a few and he's enjoying it. So uh, thank you, Andrew. And on that note, we should probably actually talk about something running related and add some value this evening because we're thirty five minutes in and I think we've been pretty. I'm going to have some Lucaside. You talk about the running. <laughs> I've got a well, picture that adds value if you want. Yeah, we'll, we'll see the picture. Which one? Yeah, let's put a picture up that adds value. No, please. Yeah, look at it. Look at it. Look at his little face. Hayden, where was that taken? Does he? I think it was. I don't know. I'm thinking it was. It was in Mallorca. What is your obsession with his picture? I tell you. I tell you the best thing. I tell. I'm going to let all this. So, if you're on the podcast, we just put the picture up again of Hayden. I tell you the best thing about that. Listen to this, guys. He's actually 42 in that picture. Right, come on. But anyway, what we're meant to be talking about tonight is yeah. how much sleep do we actually need as runners? Um, so Chris has been wearing his watch to to start monitoring this over the last year or tracking it. Um, and I mean, I don't do it, but go on, Chris. Give us a give us an overview of what you've been doing right. and how it's been working. What's it told you so far? So listen oh, to this, people, right? Listen up. Firstly, bit of a spoiler alert, right? This may again, I know you think we're they're amazing, right? But we aren't specialists in sleep, okay? We're not doctors. We're not, you know, whatever it is, sleep doctors. We've got absolutely no idea what we're talking about, okay? So we're just looking at this running coach hats on, right? But sleep is, as, and Al, I'm looking at you here to go into detail, but sleep is, in, in that deep state, is basically where you do your most recovery, okay? We need to, there's, I actually wrote something down. I'm going to read this to you because, there's no way, to, I know how to remember this whole title because I looked this up because I wanted to say, actually, have I deleted it? Oh, no. Right, so here we go. During deep sleep, human growth hormone is released, which helps repair muscles after a hard workout or a long run. Inversely, sleeping fewer than six hours regularly can lead to increased cortisol levels, oh, you'll have to tell me what that is, which breaks down tissues and impacts the body's ability to secrete HGH, i.e. the hormone. So that's basically telling you that to recover fully or 
best you can. You need that deep sleep. Now, this marathon training block, I really wanted to work on, now this might seem nuts, but my recovery, okay? Because I feel like with most of you guys out there, you're probably like me, full-time job, probably a family, stresses of life, stresses of money, and everything else that goes, you know, around everything. And we've got our running as our pastime. Now, we've got our goal of doing Great North Run, Manchester, I don't know, part run really fast, whatever, right? Now, as part of that training, I feel like over the years, I've neglected the recovery element of it. And I do believe that has affected my performance. I'll give you an example. Because when I look back at Edinburgh, right, and we cocked about and we got up at five o'clock, was it five o'clock? It might be quarter to five to make sure I beat Toby in a race to Edinburgh because that was the most important thing. That ruined me for the next day because I only had like four hours of sleep. I'm not a very good sleeper when I know I've got a race beforehand. Now, that's not what I'm talking about in terms of sleep. But it did make me think when I look back at my Edinburgh marathon training, how well did I do in terms of recovering? I don't think I did that well. So I looked through it. I researched it. Like I said, I've got that, you know, just that little tip um, tip bit there in terms of sleep. So what I've tried to do this at the start of this blog is try and focus a little bit more on getting some better sleep to aid that recovery. I'm doing and will be starting doing more double running because I'm running in the day and then I'm doing coach sessions in the evening. So that's going to fatigue my body. I've obviously got long runs as well to do, and I've got the other stuff. And the importance to be able to get those double sessions done well is to be recovered well. Okay, so it all goes hand in hand. I'm not, you know, we're going to put we're going to put hydration and nutrition to one side at the moment. I'm talking about recovery. So as part of that, long story short, I'm trying to get the admin bear with me before we fall asleep. Is I've been sleeping in my watch. Now I've got issues outside of that, which is why I ended up in A and E over Christmas, but that's a separate issue. So I've been tracking my sleep for two reasons. There's that, but there's also the recovery part to see how much sleep I'm actually getting and to try and improve it. Because I have read, again, I don't know this, I've got no science back up, that we need about 10 to 12 hours if possible. Yeah, 10 to 12 hours possible to really recover from um, like hard exercise. Now, again, that's unrealistic for most normal people, yeah? So my, the point of this discussion is that I've started tracking it because, and it's I think it's worthwhile you sitting back and thinking to yourself, right, how much actually am I sleeping? So I'm tracking it on my watch. Whether it's reliable or not, I've got absolutely no idea. So I've been in the Coros, I've been in the Garmin, and I've been tracking it every day. So when I wake up, I look at what my levels of sleep are because you get, you know, you get all the different things it tells you and you've got like, well, it's a good example, right? Like, so last night, seven hours, 22 minutes, it said that it was quality was good. Well, again, whether you believe it or not, but it said to me, I had hour and 44 of deep sleep, which is the most I've had this week. I had four, and a, four hours, five minutes of light sleep, REM, which is like when your lights are all, um, your eyes are all twitching and you're fidgeting, I think. I had hour, one hour, 33, and I was awake for four minutes, right? So I've now got data, because like anything with this, whether your heart rate training, using one of those soppy, dried things or whatever you're doing, you need data, right? So I've been well doing this for several weeks. It's actually probably coming up a little bit longer than that. So I can now monitor. So, for example, when I went into hospital, sounds nuts, but I was telling the doctor my whole sleep pattern. The guy probably nearly fell asleep himself. But I actually gave him the ins and outs of my sleep because I've been tracking it and I've been trying to improve 
my sleep. So I've been looking at what I'm eating before uh, I go to sleep. So the eight bags of crisps that I usually eat, because I can't have one, cut that out. I'm looking at what I'm drinking. So instead of having, say, like a cup of coffee or a cup of tea at six o'clock, I'm now having like a herbal tea instead. So I'm looking at different things that can try and prove that that deep sleep. I want as much deep sleep as I can to aid my recovery. Now, does that make sense to everybody? Hopefully. Yeah, no, no, it absolutely does. I guess the flip side for me, just to counter it is, and like data is amazing, right? What you can learn and what you know. And we're we're so privileged to have these watches that, that tell us all of these things and all of this information. But do you think you can almost look at it too much and become a bit too obsessed with it? And actually, you just need to go, do I wake up in the morning feeling recovered, refreshed, rather than worrying about what stats your watch says in the same way you know like when we say just go out and have an easy run and if it feels easy good if it feels hard like you've really pushed yourself it feels hard so I'm just wondering like actually do you think there's a balance and do you think you can get a bit too hooked obviously your situation's slightly different because of the, the health thing that you've just mentioned as well so yeah I think yes 100% right you can get addicted to it you can get and I am addicted because that's my personality right so I'm now hooked on it um but that's just me. But I do. My point that I'm trying to make is that, and it's funny, Admin, I didn't tell you this, but I had a conversation with Ben uh, about this as well. Yeah. Because he, you know, he, he was, I don't know what say, but he, you know, he, he was thinking along the same sort of lines as me. Um, yeah. And I just, what I want to do is I want to put it out there. To, yeah. to, it's, it's an element, it's an area of training, right, that we don't discuss. It's like we all talk about strength and conditioning. We all say, yeah, you should do this. You should do that. You should look what you're eating. You should make sure you're hydrating. But in terms of recovery, in terms of out and out performance gain from recovery, you get that in sleep. Yeah. And we don't talk about it enough because a lot of the time when we talk about recovery, we talk about eating well and we talk about um, rest days, right? Stretch days and uh, rest days and stretching. Um, But I'm interested. Did anyone else say? Let, let, let me come in with a, a little bit of the science bit. I know yeah. it, it might send some people to sleep, but and you're right, Chris, sleep is probably the element of an overall training program that never gets discussed, but um, it actually connects everything else, I would argue. So we, we, we set up the training plans. You know, we think about trying to train our body to do, you know, whatever it is, the interval runs, the fasting the, the fast runs, the, the slow runs, it's actually sleep where your brain makes those neural connections. So you've probably heard in the past talking about muscle memory. It was a big thing in the 90s for golfers. That's kind of where those connections are made. So that's when your body is learning to do what you're asking it to do during your training sessions. You talked about cortisol, Chris. That's a stress hormone. What that does, if you are not sleeping prop and you are experiencing a lot of that cortisol stress hormone your body won't be processing all those nutrients properly because it's the sleep that or it's the, the cortisol that blocks some of that goodness from being converted into the good energy that we're looking for rather than the the bad fats you know we talk about remaining healthy during a training program and the stress we put on our body it's that sleep that helps us develop and keep a good immune system. So if you're not sleeping properly, you will feel tired, you will fatigue, you will catch more colds, you will just feel groggier um, 
during your training program. So you can take any element of everything else we talk about. And if you're not getting the right quality and the right quantity of sleep, then you're suboptimal. You're not maximizing everything else in your training program, I'd argue. So I hope that helps a bit. Yeah, that was the side. That's brilliant, Alice. That's exactly what we needed. Um, some, some proper stuff. <laughs> About you, Hayden. Apart from when you're like someone else's house and you're sort of sleeping over. Um, I think actually, so Mark picked up on it as well on the comments. The problem is, is due to modern life, getting talking about eight to ten hours sleep and stuff. In the modern day, it's really difficult. A lot of us now, whereas traditionally jobs were always used to be nine to five, and so now a lot of us, I don't know about everyone here, a lot of us, I start work at half five, six in the morning, and there's no way I'm going to start going to bed at eight o'clock at night. You know, it almost feels like that's just a waste of your life. So getting that eight to ten hours sleep is difficult. I, I, I think I've got no science behind this at all, but I think you can train your body. I think if you're someone that needs 12 hours sleep and you've always had it, you'll keep having it. But I just find if you get used to like being on lesser sleep, six hours, seven hours a night, I just think your body gets used to it and trained. You've also got this um, cardio, it's the cardiovascular as well. It's maintenance with your heart. So the longer you sleep, the more your heart starts pumping blood around your body and makes you feel better. This is why when you have hangovers, if you go out and have a real big session and you only have a couple of hours sleep, you wake up feeling rough, like really rough most of the time. If you have a 10 hour, 11 hour sleep, you wake up, your body's recovered itself already. Why it's been pumping out extra blood and it works while you're asleep because it's not taking up any other space. If you are, you're walking, talking, any other activity you're doing, so it focuses just on repairing you. So there's absolutely no doubt about it. It's good for you. It's just whether or not you can actually participate in doing it. And, and what, what can you do apart from going down a medicational route? If, if you can't sleep, you can't so, sleep. Aiden, there, are, there are a few things we can do to kind of combat the worst excesses of modern life. Um, I think Chris might have mentioned coffee. So coffee we know is a stimulant. Try and avoid that a couple of hours before you your your normal bedtime routine. So, you know, whenever that is, whether it's 12 o'clock midnight, 4 a.m. in the morning or like me, 8 p.m., you know, try and cut some of the coffee out. But there's other things. Chocolate, caffeine generally, and even vitamins can all stimulate your body because that's what they're designed to do. And that's what's going to affect the, the quality of the sleep. Phones, unfortunately is another no-no. You know, turn that blue light off. Don't sleep with the phone next to your bed. That will improve the, the the quality of your sleep. Even down to things like exercise. And if you exercise, you know, up to two hours before you'd normally go to bed, your body is in a stress state by definition. That's what you've tried to do. And it's all those things that you can adjust to just make the quality of your sleep, however much or however little you you get, better quality sleep super in it i mean not being funny but i think within those last eight minutes that's the most value we've added for about 100 episodes <laughs> right so the lady who came to uh, hayden satellite was her name hayden oh yeah i've got to give a big shout out to her uh angela angela who's now listening back to all the episodes angela probably wouldn't bother just listen to the last eight minutes of this that's about <laughs> as good as it gets all right but if you're coming to the national running show expect loads of value to be added like that won't be but anyway, uh, mouth breathing while sleeping negatively. Oh, okay. Yeah, sleep apnea. Yeah, talk to me about that. Um, yeah, so I think, you know, it's quite interesting. It's an interesting topic that we were, I wanted to bring up because, as I said to you, it's something that I think we neglect a little bit to talk about because we focus too much on the easy stuff, strength and conditioning, like as I said, and all those other bits. I have just, I'm not telling you to go to bed at 7 o'clock on a Friday because you need to watch this, but what I am saying to you is, 
is think about it. Ask yourself, do I feel like I've got a good night's sleep? Because it will make a difference. I like I said to you, I struggle to sleep before a race. I never sleep before a race. Tomorrow morning, the fact that we've got to go great yarm off, knowing the fact I've got to get up, I won't sleep. Um, and I and I struggle as well to sleep after a big race because of everything that goes on in terms of the adrenaline and stuff like that. But in general, I am trying to get better. And that's my message to you as 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 a coach to you all, right? If I was coaching you all, is to say, look at your sleep. Think about it. I mean, you look like you want to say something. Right, so I was just going to say, I think it's, it's a good point you make, actually. Like, think about your sleep. Do what you can, but also not sleeping the night before a race. As tired as you're going to feel, right, and I don't sleep the night before a race, but it's not going to make or break your race. It's not just about getting a good night's sleep the night before the race. It's about your whole training block and it being more consistent across a longer period of time, like or all the time, in fact. It's not just about that one day or that that week before the, the marathon or half marathon or whatever you're training for. It's actually, we always say, it's the sleep the day before the day before, if that makes yeah. any sense. So it's always like, let's say the race is on a Sunday, traditionally are. It's the sleep you get that Friday night. It's that yeah. Saturday morning where people, you know, they like to go park run, whatever. Actually, park run's great to do the day before, you know, a, a big race. But actually, you'd be better off getting those 12 hours, waking up at 10, then having a little poodle about, but getting that, like, massive block of sleep. Well, yeah. actually, you'll be better off on the race day. I think, again, it's his own personal opinion. I'm not, I'm not a qualified doctor. I'm nearly qualified to play for the All Blacks, but I'm not a qualified doctor. But, you know, seriously, people, just look at it and think about it, um, how, you, um, how, you, how you are recovering uh, yeah. and, and, and the sleep element of that. That's, the, that's what I wanted to discuss. I think we've got that point across. Uh, great points, Al, uh, Hayden, as well on that. Toby, you added no value, but I've still got hope for you to add value at the end of the show in your oversized cap that Admin gave before you came on here. Um, <laughs> Right, so let's should we get into some of the comments and questions or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just going to pick up because uh, I feel like I've been waiting a year and a half to ask answer this question from Mark with a <laughs> with a with a funny A in the middle of his name. He says, "Us older people sometimes get some kip in the day. I wonder if that is good for you or not." As a general rule, I'd say it's a must, um, and I absolutely subscribe to it at least twice a day if I can. One in the morning and one in the afternoon. Uh, on a serious note, it, it depends on, again, on the quality of that sleep. If you are going off for a three hours nap, then chances are that's going to affect the quality of your nighttime sleep. If you can, if you can literally power nap for 10 or 15 minutes, then that's probably going to do you some good. So it's sometimes what I do is I'll set an alarm. I'll say, right, yeah, 15 minutes off I go and I can sleep literally anywhere. So that works for me. Definitely, Mark. So. Don't yeah, don't think that it's gonna gonna not. I help. always feel rubbish if I sleep in the day out. Yeah, so I mean, it, it depends on everyone's individual, mm. you know, abilities. But uh, if you've got that power to power nap, then I'd say go for it. Yeah. Well, sister, what do you think of two runs in a day? Once, yeah, that's what Randall. That's basically. So you might have missed it. That's what I was when I started this topic. That's what I was talking about because. Because my basic my 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 volume's gonna be going up, my 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 double runs have now started to kick in on a day, you know, not every day, but you know, more times than none. That's why I've started looking at, at my sleep patterns to make sure that because that that's quite, you know, heavy duty 
um, to do, well, it's not that heavy, but, you, you know, to do two runs in a day, you can't, it's quite fatiguing. Yeah, not just uh, physically, but also mentally. So that's why, again, I've looked at the aspect of sleep to try and help. <clears throat> Sorry, still dying. I'll try and help in terms of my recovery to aid that. So when I am going back out, so like Monday, ch- double run, Tuesday, double run, Wednesday, double run, I'm able to do them and I'm able to get the best out of those sessions because I don't want junk miles. And that's what I'm trying to achieve in my marathon training blocks. Now, I'm not training for a time. I've got no interest in that. What I'm trying to do is look at the areas in which I can perform better within my training because I know ultimately on race day that will help me and the times will then take care of itself. Hopefully that makes sense. So, yes, do I think two runs in a day is good? Yeah, if it works for you. That's what I would say. I've I've got a question for you, Chris. So you've been monitoring your sleep with your watch over the past, would you say, seven weeks? Yes, probably a bit more than that, yeah. So after doing that, what have you learned and what have you changed or what are you going to change or was it a waste okay. of time? Yeah. So was it a waste of time? Probably. No, I've learned that, um, again, so a little bit of, a little bit of caution on this because I'm, I'm trying to sort something else out, right? Another health issue. Okay. But, um, what I've learned is that I'm not sleeping deep enough for too long. um, I don't know whether, and I'm waiting for to see the doctor whether the ADHD connects with the the sleep patterns because obviously your brain can flitter about and that can impact the deep sleep. So I don't know whether that's impacting my sleep. Again, I'm going to try and get somebody who's medically qualified to talk to me about that. But what I have learned is that I'm not in a deep sleep state enough. Right, firstly, I'm not getting enough sleep. So like the other night, I had three hours and fifty four minutes, and only. I basically only slept for about 43 minutes of that. So I'm trying I'm trying to find a way to increase my deep sleep. Now, last night I did well, like whatever I said, it was an hour and 43 because the, the day before I think I had 42 minutes. So I'm trying to improve the amount of deep sleep that I'm getting on a night by night basis. And again, I'm trying to change my patterns of what I'm eating and what I'm doing to try and improve it. And I think slowly but surely I'm getting there and I've, and I'm feeling better for it in terms of some of the runs. Although today I felt like an old man, a bit like you Hayden, but I am, I generally like on what day was it on Tuesday? I felt much more peppy. I was like ready to go. Do you know what I mean? And I could, I felt a little bit more with it. So that's what I'm trying to achieve. So that I, yes, I found an improvement. Yes, I am hooked on the data, but that's just me as a human being, but I am finding it useful to try and, to take the data and try and improve things for me in terms of my recovery. Does that answer it? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Right. Well, look, we are, um, we're at 57, 56 minutes, which is mad, right? Um, but we have actually added some good value state. I have just got one question quickly for everyone. It's going to be a quick fire one before we, uh, before we close, because yeah, I know I've gone rogue. Um, which when's is Wilco my... coming back? Sorry, when's Wilco coming back? Next week, no, week oh. after. Um, it is Blue Monday on Monday, which is officially known as today, which is like the most depressing in the new year because it's everyone's gone back to normal. People start quitting on their New Year's resolutions, their diets and everything else, right? I know it's really depressing, but it's often when as well people will give up on or they'll go, oh, I've been out for a couple of runs or I've got to walk and this is this is getting hard now. So what is, really quickly, your one tip, I'll start, um, for carrying on, getting out, getting out the doors, getting out running. So mine is run with someone if you can. Get a friend, get a buddy, 
and uh, and try not to get on your own because it is dark, it is dreary, and it gets tougher. Can so. I just say something? I mean, I thought you were going to say it was going to get snood because every time I've asked you for a tip, it's a, you say no, to me. I actually was going to message you. That's a good point. I need to talk to you about that tomorrow. Um, anyway. she needs a new one. I do. Um, <laughs> Hayden. Mine will be go on to the 40 Runs website, find yourself your nearest satellite, and if there isn't one, crack on and join the virtual one, and then you'll get out there and that'll give you a bit of motivation. Right. Al? Well, Blue Monday, I think, is also the day credit cards drop. So go out and buy yourself a new pair of shoes. <laughs> Motivate yourself with uh, some new bling, new running bling. Toby, are you going to say anything? Well, I, think, I, I can go and book a race. Get that credit card I was on about. Go and book a race. Something to look forward to. And are you are you potentially booking a race? Maybe. Toby, you got any races coming up? I'm not booking any races, no. I've just so got quite, the 10K quite number big. through, though. He's he's got quite a busy start of the year, and you say, "Wait, what marathon are you train for?" Busy, again? yeah. What I'm marathon Manchester. is it? Yeah, oh, you're doing I'm... Manchester. You should know when it is. Sorry, mate. I thought you had another one. I keep getting confused. Yeah. Manchester's like the week. Is it before week four or after London? Oh, so I don't know. I'm I'm only interested in what's happening in March, to be honest with you. So, I'll oh, leave that go on, Chris. Go on. What's yours? Last one. What was the question? <laughs> Do you know what? I give up with you today, right? We're moving on. Um, we are at the end of the show. So thank you, everyone, for listening, uh, for tuning in live, all your questions, all your comments. And um, thank you again to... Oh, go on. He put his hand up. Can I just say, in all seriousness, thanks to everybody for the feedback from the Bite Size show we did on Monday, right? I, I still can't believe that actually people turned it, tuned in to watch it right live. But we've got a Bite Size show on a Monday. It's really gear trainer focused because we get a lot of questions a lot of emails in from you guys we love it about running shoes and stuff like that, naturally because of the channel so the monday show is a little bit more focused on that it's it's shorter um i know it's on the same time as kafuzi but i can't do anything about it because i can't get home any earlier right so <laughs> it is what it is um but it's on at seven o'clock we just chat about running shoes gear what i'm running in what i'm training in that sort of stuff but i just want to say thanks to everybody because i've had some really nice emails Really nice feedback. Even in the chat tonight, there's been people saying that they enjoyed it. So thank you. I'll see you again on, on Monday at 7 o'clock. Sorry, Admin. No, that's all right. That was in my notes, actually. Um, so we'll go back. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Sketches, for obviously sponsoring the, the show. Um, you can contact us, all your questions uh, through the week, anything you think of, comments, etc. at 40runs.com forward slash long run. Um, and obviously, as Chris said, bite size Monday night, 7 o'clock on YouTube. And we will see you all next weekend at the National Running Show. Um, and just so you know, the podcast will go out Friday night. It's a pre-record. Um, I definitely think we've peaked too early this year with that one. So 100%. enjoy. And, um, and yeah, we'll see you soon. Tobe, roll the tile. Roll the tile. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.